0: Welcome to a long-delayed episode of the Splitfire Gaming Podcast. Um, we're back with a review of a narrative event that we went to uh, last weekend. So Scott's back. I'll, yeah. do all the, I'll do the hilarious jokes where I go, oh, you're always back on this show. And then we'll skip past that as if it's funny.
1: It so, works for us.
0: It's a routine now, isn't it?
1: That's it. We don't
0: want to break a habit.
1: We've got something now, we're just going to roll with it For good or bad
0: yeah. Keep the cliche um, If you're wondering why it's been so long um, Moving house is a pain in the arse And conveyance and solicitors Are worse than Doomfire Warlocks In my hate list So uh, all my stuff's in storage So I've had to dig out the old computer To actually be able to record something So the less said about that The better
1: only
0: a six month delay, uh, winter month seven. But oh. uh, until we do this split fire conveyancing podcast, I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> so, anyway, we went to uh, another of the constituent nations of the United Kingdom, not Wales this time. We went to uh, Scotland for the Ebony Skulls, which is the first for me, but you've been to um I, I previous been to,
1: events. I've been to the previous two events with with Andy and like they're really good fun, friendly, and genuinely put together in a in a narrative sort of format um event. They're not they're a tournament in name on us, was it you you're right, really? They're much more of an event than a than a tournament, and they're they're good fun. But that was the third we've been to, and you know, I would recommend anyone who's up for doing the trip.
0: This was uh, Tabletop Toad who puts this on. Um, it was, it's near Inverness, is it? Kessick? North, North,
1: North Keswick. <laughs>
0: um, yes, yeah, so it's, it's a long way.
1: Um, <laughs> it's a long way. It's one of the most scenic drives to an event you'll ever do, um, but it's a long, long drive.
0: I, I didn't mind so much, uh, partially because of the scenery, and but mainly because I wasn't doing the driving. So it With was the journey easy. back that was,
1: much more, was a little <laughs> more
0: taxing though, wasn't it? That got that got spicy. Yeah, that was uh, interesting after what full day of three games, getting up early three games, and then a five and a half hour journey home. I, I don't envy you for having to do that. But otherwise, coffee store, of... so it was fine. Yeah, coffee, that's the deal. <laughs> that's how cheap my time is. <laughs> That's it. Never mind the petrol price. Just cheap, co- uh, cost of coffee. That'll do. That's it. Uh, so, yes, it's a narrative event. Um, you've done the previous one, but do they, they change no. the comp each time. Yeah. yeah. So the previous ones weren't
1: linked. So the last one was a doubles event um, and, right. it was a, and it was made doing a like, Swedish comp. That was really interesting. Um, time before that, truth be told, I can't remember if there was much of a comp at all. It was just 2,500 points. You could take a bound monster as well, Um, which was wild. Um, But they didn't link to this pack. This is the first one he's done that the next
0: event is directly linked to. Right. And as I understand it, the previous times he went up, with lists that destroyed everything and ruined the nice fluffy meta that they had up there which has then caused a ripple effect on this event in what may or may not have been brought um, I mean it's, it's <laughs> it is <laughs> it is safe to say the first time we went up
1: um, my list was absolute filth
0: um, is this the flying kadai yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the f- the first event I took, Chaos Dwarfs,
1: and it had a um a level four flying a beal Taurus, it had a regular Kadai,
0: it had a flying Kadai. Yeah, not and... a flying Kadai instead of a Kadai, a flying cadet, a as well as yeah ha- and a hellbound iron demon.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well second but... second time we went let Andy take the filth that was Chaos Dwarfs and he and he did. Um Iron Demon and a Kadai. In these twelve hundred and fifty points or whatever we were allowed, and I took fluffy vampires, and by fluffy I mean a ghoul king with scab scrath and a
0: Terrorgeist. Was that ghoul king on a terrorgeist or is that? No, no, separate? couldn't no. couldn't fit couldn't fit oh, in, wow. so he just he just had the um the flight vampire power. So it's only the two screams in that list as opposed to it, exactly, and two oh, screams yeah. is barely worth getting out of bed for. Well that's that's the definition of fluff. Exactly. Um but yeah, your impact on the space-time continuum up there may have had some consequences on what, ha- on what happened over the weekend. Um, but anyway, so just to explain a bit about it, it's, um, it's set in the Vampire Coast on Lustria, and the theme of it was um, you're looking for Luther Hawkins' um, ebony skulls, uh, which are hidden around... Uh, the coast of lustria and you could have some um if you found the skulls during the games they had an in-game effect where you could summon uh zombie pirates and other items or well, other units uh, which i thought was quite interesting i would never seen that before in previous narratives
1: yeah uh, it was a, a nice individual twist to it wasn't
0: it yeah um hang on, i'll get i'll just get the uh because There's a list depending on how many skulls you got, was uh, what it could do, and you could raise different things. So, let's have a look. He published his own um summoning rules, so let's have a look. Yeah,
1: it, it was really good, and I will we'll come on to talk about it in, in later. It's just it's a shame that the skulls were, at this stage were only used for summoning, and it did really encourage people to go convert like vampire zombies and yeah. Uh, and stuff like that, but uh sorry, pirate zombies, apologies. And a couple of people did, and it was very cool.
0: Uh so yeah, so if you found one skull, um you could summon a unit of 10 zombies in the magic phase. Two skulls, um, you could summon 20 um zombie pirates, uh and then 16, you could get three animated hulks and twenty a rotting Leviathan, and at twenty-four you could summon the Queen Bess Cannon, so you needed five skulls for that, and he's published uh, profiles for them and everything. So that that was quite fun, that. It's um, it's quite in-depth of what he's done.
1: Oh, yeah. A lot of thought. I mean, a lot of it from utilised from like, the old Lustria campaign, which I think is very cool, um, but I love the idea.
0: Uh, and even though they've got BS0, you can still shoot, because why not? Why the
1: hell not? Exactly. Hitting on sixes, but who cares?
0: So, yeah, a lot of this is um, influenced from the Lustrian campaigns, I'm assuming, because there's also the... Um, I'll go back to it. There's also the... Uh, and I've got the event pack. You had to roll off before each game for what happens, like an event table, almost like Blood Bowl. Yeah, uh, the, the weather. I thought, that, yeah. I thought
1: that was a really good twist, actually. That, that actually genuinely impacted... Um, some of
0: the games I played as well. well it did for me twice, uh, yeah. which we'll get on to. <laughs> but a thing I like about this is both players rolled for it. So, you, like, even if you've rolled, oh, I got away with that. Uh, not necessarily because these effects apply to both sides. A lot of them. Um, yeah,
1: I, I like the sometimes the, they can cum- come to, come together to really make a pretty shitty cumulative effect, which was <laughs> hilarious for for some.
0: Yeah, because they run from like minus one movement, um, all shooting ranges including magic missiles are halved, Uh, push a unit of your opponent's back directly eight inches away from where it is, um, plus ones to um, who's gone first roll, stuff like that. So there's a lot that can go wrong for you and not really that much that can go right. Uh, there's a few yeah, good ones. Yeah, but... yeah
1: there's, there's not a lot of positives there, which I which I, I, I think I I try to like the most about it. But I think you're gonna get screwed a little bit, it was just how how little you got screwed was the was the win.
0: But I like because, like Lustria and the Vampire Coast and that it's not a nice place. It's it is uh, supposed to be horrendous to live and operate in, so that would make sense.
1: Yeah, no, I thought it was again very, very thematic. It was it was well thought, well put together.
0: He also had, I mean, he, he, done, he put a load of effort into the terrain.
1: terrain was excellent as well. Like, hats off to, to Tabletop Toad. They were really well made, really good, and every table was very well themed that you were playing in Lustria.
0: And I found it had loads of terrain on, so it wasn't like these rules were just, oh, if you happen to tow into it once, like you couldn't really move without going through some terrain. On the boards I played on, anyway. Yeah, agreed. Uh, which is good if you're going to do the rules, that you might as well use them. So these went for stuff. If you rolled low, it was generally bad, and if you rolled high, it was quite good. So the the jungles went from like if you were within an inch of it, you suffer D6 <laughs> strength four hits with killing blow. So that's nice. Um. However. <laughs> And it's not—you didn't have to be in it; you just have to be with, within one inch of it, which is a subtle but significant difference to terrain rules. Yeah, so you didn't have to yeah. be in it to start taking the kill and blow hits, which is uh, unpleasant.
1: Just, just this jungle absolutely having at you. <laughs> uh,
0: you'd have the same for swamps and things. So um, rolling low, the piranhas would eat you with kill and blow. Rolling high, you got blessed by the lizard men gods. And one of the units got uh one of these on this chart here of uh I did
1: get some skeleton archers with plus one movement, that's right.
0: What did Lightning. I get? I think I got um a, my archers got swift stride. Which of course they need. <laughs> I mean be fair, high off archers are well known to be incredible in combat, so that is that's probably yeah, a good that's thing. true. It didn't it didn't happen in that game, but in theory, yeah, that's fine um so I, I really liked all this um extra stuff for a narrative event because it's
1: it really added to the to the whole flavor of the event didn't it and yeah. i think because it's it it's running into the next event as well um we'll probably start seeing that continue to evolve um and i know they're looking at alternative things for the ebony skulls to be used on at the next event as well so
0: yeah, because it rolls over. If you go to the yeah. next one, you keep your tally of skulls. Um, another thing I thought was good was that there wasn't anything stupid about how to collect the skulls, like you have to surrender your movement or you kinda <clears throat> shoot or you kinda act. Just if you were in three inches of a skull, you claimed it and that was that was it.
1: Yeah, I like that. Three inches at the start of your turn, that skull was just yours. Yeah. So you got it's... the flavour and you got the taste of it without having a massive impact actually on the game which I thought was a really nice balance. It's
0: really who can get to it first to claim it um, rather than having, yeah, because in like 40k or stuff like that to secure an objective, you've got to give up moving shooting psychic or magic or whatever. Uh, I thought that would have, that would have been less fun. Agreed. Because you still want your unit to do something.
1: Um. Yeah. You want to, you want to take part in the event and, and, and... Sort of absorb the narrative, but you don't want to impact the game that you're actually there to play, which is Warhammer.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I really like that. Um what else was there on the I think that was it for that for the, and um...
1: the, the slightly amended scoring. So to get yes, like, that was it,
0: it. they used a twenty nil system, but
1: to to get twenty nil it was like two thousand five hundred yeah, and one and above
0: was, it was it was, a was very difficult. To 20-0. Yeah,
1: difficult 20 nil someone, which I, I had not that there was no nothing against. Otherwise, it was and that was pretty much everything went through. That was non-standard. Otherwise, all the FAQs and the actual comp pack itself was in line with the um the triple crown, triple crown compact, which I thought was very cool. Um it, the tabletop tour just used the triple crown guys comp system. Um which I think we kind of all agree as the is is these days the standard comp system used in in yeah. certainly in the UK for gaming and it's, it's excellent. hats off to those guys it's amazing. Um, no no comps perfectly balanced but they do a really good job at keeping it as balanced
0: as they can. The um, only other thing that was significantly different was you could um, hire twenty five percent of your points as mercenaries. Yeah,
1: and twenty five percent. So you could take bound monsters. In your, as part of your rare slot, but you could then also take a, 25% of your army could be mercenaries. Um, you're right, I forgot. It we'll is on to here, like so I can't it is. You, it. you can have um, up to 25% of your army, army could be mercenaries. Um, you had to take a lord or a hero, and then you could take core, special, any number of core, up to two special or one rare. So um, uh, I must admit, I didn't, I didn't really read the pack that well beforehand. Uh, otherwise, I'd have known to expect something. Which nope, me um, neither. Um, so we, you know, it, it did lead, and this, this is to be fair. I think this is changing slightly for the next event. But yeah, you could take any any amount of of twenty five percent of your force as mercenary, and it didn't come out of your rare or or, or special, etc. Was just within about 25%, the twenty five percent, about it, it? 25%, yeah. So you may not on me or may not have seen a doctor for me that had a steam tank and a witch hunter.
0: Well, I definitely saw that, are oh, I probably... definitely saw that as well.
1: <laughs> and
0: I can uh, die. It, Yeah, well, get get on to that. Only
1: I mean right not to spoil anyone, you rightfully won the Mankeus List award.
0: Well, I'm on that now, so I'll, yeah, there was um <laughs> <laughs> there was some awards at the end, uh, which I will put here. So Greatest General uh, who won uh, Greatest Snotling the person who had the least points and then the Manciest List was the, um, the the filthiest list as by popular acclaim um, Landslade so by all accounts by all accounts it was uh, Golden Toad and Greatest Monster for Best Painted Army and Best Painted Monster and then True Highlander so he gained the most event points uh, so that was what we were all playing for Um so we'll come to the end. No, no spoilers for that, please. We'll we'll get to that at the end. No spoilers. We may, as a team, have uh, picked up a few of them. Not as a team, but as a, <laughs> as, a as a northeast contingent. Uh, Any anyway. right? So um, that was the gist of the event, um, what the comp was, and the theme mm. of it. What uh, what list did you bring then? I know it's the year of the Tomb Kings for it
1: is, you. it is it is the year of the Tomb Kings, so they're out for the second event? Second or third event? Third event. Uh, we've had Cardiff, we've had they at the narrative at the back end of last year. Yeah, and that's they've, been, right. they've been to Cardiff, so they're out for their third event. Um, and my list was uh, fairly settled to be honest, but it was um uh, there's a Tomb King. Uh, level four Necacora paying the tax that all Toon King players must. <laughs> Skullstorm, take oh, it. There was a level two on death because obviously I'm without Spirit Leech I'm
0: i not even leaving the house. I'm I'm not. Um, so
1: they were me characters.
0: Then there was. You know two- they've got aspect of the Dread Knight. If you want, you know, you should invest in. in uh, that. I, I do roll that spell an <laughs> awful lot. Which is very upsetting. That's fine for you, because you can just automatically default to Spirit Leech.
1: Can and do. (laughs) Um, Then Core was two blocks of 19 archers, um, standard and musician. A block of 38 warriors, um, just with shields and full command. uh, Three chariots with the banner of eternal flame. Then going into special, I had two War Sphinxes, both with the Fiery Breath upgrade and a unit of four snakes uh, with a banner. Uh, And then for rare, I had the Casket of Souls and the Kemric Titan from the Monstrous Arcanum expansion. Which is a whopper
0: of a point, sink. think. So the Kemric Titan has made another appearance in your list then.
1: Yeah! Yeah, so this one, um, he was comped a little bit, uh, close to what Triple Crown have comped it, um, which is more than Cardiff did, but it wasn't comped as much as Triple Crown has comped it now, if that makes sense. So he rules as written, um, so the actual rules. (laughs) Everything he does is always strikes last, so he can Thunder Stomp before he does his special attack. Um, which i'm sure is not inherently how it was intended to be first so i don't inherently disagree with the change um so we were playing special attacks first before Thunder Stomps. and that was the that was the that's all they had comped in their pack but um in the triple crown pack for future reference um they play uh, you would one of the rules from the titan is that it can't be wounded by any attack strength four below. But Triple Crown don't play that.
0: So in this so, one was the were playing it that way.
1: Yes, it wasn't yeah. in the comp to remove it, so they were playing that it couldn't be wounded by anything that was strength below strength four.
0: Right. Yeah, that's quite nasty. But I think we've discussed this before. I, um, personally, I, I think don't I, I don't really like changing the rules um, from rules as written. So if you don't like what it does. I would say you can't take it as a whole rather than start amending the rules, but that's just me.
1: No, I mean we get you and I've chat like I'm the
0: same. If if they don't if people
1: don't like the rules for it, like the whole strength four, or whatever, I'd rather just ban it from the event rather yeah. than mess around with the rules personally, because if without the Titan, truth be told, I would have just taken a a hero Titan, um, probably a Colossus because I'm a fluffy guy, and a Scorpion would probably, maybe there's a few more Warriors. So like the list wouldn't have drastically differed, but it would have played slightly differently.
0: Yeah, but then I don't run tournaments, so my opinion is worthless.
1: (laughs) I'll I'll happily give an opinion, but it won't (laughs) stop us attending or whinging about like I I won't whinge too much because I still love attending tournaments, and I'll just not take things if I don't like it in their comp.
0: So what was your overall comp score? Uh, Plus one. That's low, isn't it? That's uh...
1: um, Well, the Titans are minus three. <laughs> um, Titans are minus three. The Casket of Souls is a minus one. So there's there a chunk of four minuses in there. Um,
0: this has been your build for quite a while, hasn't it?
1: Yeah. To be honest, it's pretty much the build I took to Cardiff. Um, Cardiff was extra points, so there was a few more things in there. But in reality... Um, this is the list that I'll be playing for most of the year, to be honest, other than when I don't take the Titan. So it's one of two lists. So very settled.
0: So you've got it uh, fine-tuned now then. That's probably a push, but yeah, let's let's well, say that. I know when we played <laughs> that practice game, and I couldn't believe that that Titan, it just wouldn't die. It's toughness 8, isn't it? So... Toughness, toughness 8, 10 wounds. So it's got a bounce spell that kills itself as well. Even White Lions can't ruin it on the six, and, uh I mean,
1: it does die the weight
0: of attacks, is the, that was, is the reality. It was archers, wasn't it, And the end that killed it? Take this last it's, wound off. It was archers. Yeah, archers just they wound it the same as a white lion does. So I, it is like the thing about those big monsters and things like that is it doesn't really matter how effective they are. For me, it's like I'm now concentrating on that. What am I going to do about that? To the, the point where you start to focus entirely on that and forget about the rest of the army. To so, be honest,
1: that is, that is one of the things that like, the titans in the list for. It's a it's psychological a it. thing as, as well, is it? Yeah, it, it is. And um, a lot of the time, it doesn't actually do a lot. It's just there to absorb a lot of focus while the rest of the army does stuff. Yeah. And with the two sphinxes, I've got three toughness eight beasts.
0: Well, that's another thing, because it's that's a potential. Is it 4d6 total thunderstomps you can be doing?
1: If I get them all into combat, yeah, it'd be two d six strength eight and two d six strength five thunderstorms.
0: Horrendous, because their toughness,
1: are they toughness eight as well?
0: Yeah, yeah, toughness yeah. eight,
1: strength five, toughness eight.
0: So they're... only five wounds each on them, though. Was oh, that all? That's all. Yeah, they're not going to really. In the... I suppose they've got they've got five up, haven't they? But the uh, the, the Titans got a three up. Oh, yeah. The, titan,
1: the yeah the titan actually comes with a solid I serve
0: mm, yeah nasty that <laughs> for a plus one as well
1: but yeah it's you know i think it's a pretty solid list
0: overall uh, well um i had a bit of a palaver with lists for this because originally i was going to take kairos as a mono list, and i painted 50 pink horrors and four heralds and then i ran out of time to paint kairos and the um two soul grinders so that went on the back burner because this was supposed to be the year of demons because i was supposed to be uh, i don't know i've I've not mentioned this but i was supposed to be moving house by now (laughs) Uh, so painting has been quite haphazard so that I, i ran out of time to do that so i thought right we'll do a high elf list then but we'll do something different I'll do a death mage on a moon dragon um, and see how he goes. Then I had a practice game with him where he um, got into the side of a unit of temple guard with a phoenix guard in the front and managed to cast purple sun. Thought this is brilliant. Uh, You know, the game's sewn up now. Don't need to worry about anything here. And then he misfired for the purple sun and rolled a six and killed himself. And uh, as much as I, I love this game, You Know when you just feel like that's a bit too much, like I I actually want to flip (laughs) the table at this point. Uh, so, uh, if that if there was like a twitch in my eye when I was was playing, um, uh, Chris, if I started to like convulse, that's why because everything had lined up fine except for actually getting him to send the vortex in the right direction. So, yeah, so. I lost the plot with that, and I thought, nah, to hell with it. I'll go back to me Cardiff build, which is um, Archmage, uh, level 4 Archmage on Shadow, uh, Sea Helm, BSB, with the... Oh, so the, the mage... I don't need to say this, but he comes with the Book of Haworth and Talisman of Preservation. Standard. Standard. Um, so Lord of Sea Helm with the Armour of Calador, Um, The Handmaiden, the the Everqueen with the Reaver Bow and the Potion of Strength, which is, I think, one of the best combinations in the book. Not, well, the top one is Book of Haworth and Talisman of Preservation, but... Next, though. Next is a strong showing. 30 Archers, 30 Spearmen, uh, 39 Phoenix Guard, 5 Shadow Warriors, 2 Bolt Throwers, 2 Great Eagles and 20 Sisters of Avalon. Which came I out, really I
1: really like this list that you put together' to be honest I think it's just a
0: it's nice. yeah yeah that's what I mean I think it's just a cool list it's the only thing it can't really deal with is extremely high toughness um unless you're all pit of shades but other than that it's got a bit of, it's got it's a very big shooty list because I really really like the sisters of Avalon um because when they actually fire they're quite devastating uh, and the handmaiden makes them quick to fire as well so i like that combination yeah but plus, i like it i like it's,
1: it's theme and the the handmaiden actually buffed the units you're supposed to buff unlike the special character high elf ones that work better in there yeah, all, they've got units. nothing
0: more to teach their own units so they've got to go to the other ones and give them award save like the United doesn't need to give his word save to the Phoenix Guard, so he can give it to White Lions, so on and so forth. Uh, white Lions need the help as
1: well, obviously. Of
0: course, they do. Yeah, generally,
1: um, ben, I do like your list, though. I think it's a good, like, nice
0: list. I keep, I, I would, it needs a bit more chaff, but I don't know what I would do to change it. Because the Eagles are good, but they've got. They've got too much to do. Yeah, there's only two of them, so I might. If I did it again, I might rethink it. But I do like the list. It's got. A, it looks. It's got good combat blocks. It's got shooting. It's got stuff that can fly and hold stuff up. And for a change, Shadow didn't let me down like it did in Cardiff. Yay. So I felt um, not as frustrated with it this time round. Um, But yeah, plus two. So, you know, everyone who says I only take Banner of the World Dragon, White Lion, Elarial Hordes, it's not true. (laughs) That's it. You you reign that moral high ground while you've got it, (laughs) Mark. I only take that to Triple Crown, despite popular belief to the contrary. Um, But I didn't make any zombie pirates uh, because I didn't read the comp until it was too late which is my tradition, really.
1: Uh, yeah, standard. We'll have Andy read it to us on the car while we're driving.
0: At that point, you're thinking, well, I can't really build and oh, paint well. some zombies in the car. <laughs> five-hour drive. Yeah, five-hour drive's all right, but it's not really enough time to do that. Um, yeah, that was my list. That was the, the saga of going through. So I've, got, I've now got a mostly painted demon army, a 70% painted death mage on dragon model which i never used so they're just cluttering up the the limited space i've got now before i move house and then went back to something that was already pre-painted but that's fine
1: you will use it though
0: yeah I, I i did enjoy using them and i'll i'll be using them at another narrative event later in the year uh the dragon mage well no the death mage dragon mage something different but yeah that was my list um Familiar. I'd used it at least five times before at Cardiff, so I sort of knew what it did. Um, and then we went on to the the three games. So there's only one day, um, so there's only three games rather than the two day event with five. Uh, and they were all the three different scenarios. So I think if you got the scenarios, because I, I yeah, so, yeah.
1: So yes. Scenario one: um, standard deployment. And you got bonus victory points based on how many of your troops were across the board. Um, so you imagine that the table was bit was cut into sort of four sections. To get out of your own deployment zone, you got 50 points, 50 VPs for every unit. If you got across the halfway line, 100 victory points per unit. And if you got a unit into the opponent's deployment zone, you got 200 victory points. Um, and it was a standard six-game turn alternate deployment so again didn't differ massively but enough to
0: make you want to play the scenario yeah uh well we'll get on to that um <laughs> so how did you do in game one uh, game
1: one i i was playing chris and his warriors um and it's a it's an Archon on foot list um it was it's a it was a it was a it was a fun list to be fair. You had Archeon, Festus, and a BSB, and a big block of Nurgle Warriors. Otherwise, there was a Hell Cannon, some Marauders, a couple of units of dogs, um, maybe it's something else. I'm not hundred percent sure. But um, game one, I I won sixteen four. Um, essentially, it was it was how much of my army would it take to end up getting through the block of 30 chaos, 30 nurgle warriors Archeon, festus and and the bsb who was stubborn because at one point and I hadn't realized uh I won combat by about 22 and then he was like, sorry I'm stubborn 10 like are oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch yep, um, doesn't matter. You wasted your effort yeah it was yeah yeah what a what a fool um but eventually, yeah, broke through, managed to get a few things across the table. Um, good fun game. Um, it was it was quite brutal. I mean, by the end of the game, the only things left alive were the Kemric Titan, the Casket of Souls, the Chariot unit, and um, a block of archers with the Hierophant in. That was it. Everything else from both sides was completely dead. It was... It was... A genuinely
0: brutal game. Was that the one where all that was left on the other side was the hell cannon, or is that another one? Oh no, I killed the hell cannon. I killed hell cannon. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think um, I, I
0: came over at one point and there's just like, where's where's both armies gone? <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was wild. It it got
1: in after that's after I won by twenty two points, 22, um, 22, and then he was stubborn. archon then proceeded to turn around and uh, slap one of the. War uh, sphinxes to death, and then the next one. Ah, like, oh, sad times <laughs> in consecutive combats. But I, I got him in the end. And then, but yeah, no, the hell cannon ended up getting um, stomped to death by the
0: Kemric titan. Standard for the the Kemric titan.
1: Yeah, you know, this is the game where the titan did the most. It stomped, it killed the entire unit of um, archer uh, marauders. Um, made on something else and it killed a hell cannon. Uh, and again, proved a massive distraction. Yeah, no, it was a good first game. Um, Chris is a good, a good opponent. He was, he was a good laugh.
0: Lots of crazy stuff happened, so it was, it was good. That's a good start. Was 16-4? Yes, yeah, strong start. Uh, well, I was playing the Empire, um, the first game. Uh, which was? Let's have a look at the list. Uh, was that James's empire? Yeah, it was James's empire. So it's um, Elspeth von Dragon on a Carmine Dragon. Um, this is a really nice. You don't see her very often. Um, no. Uh, you had a uh, block of forty halberdiers, ten uh, in a circle, knights, a great cannon, two units of five pistoliers, a uh, huricanum, a volley gun, and the Marienburg landship. Brilliant, which was the genuine thing in resin, yeah, the real one, which is like a brick. Um,
1: oh, I've got to say, sorry, probably that made us think because you said landship, Chris had a chaos war mammoth
0: in his yes, warriors list. That was brilliant, uh, I really, and it was that. a proper one, and it weighs about a ton, yeah, that, you could kill someone with that as well. That was, um yeah. sorry, didn't mean to put in, but that, that as soon as you said landship,
1: like, oh my god, that's what else is in the list, that massive thing.
0: Um, Which I struggle to deal with. Can't stomp it. Oh, you can stomp it, yeah. I, I killed it with chariots in the end.
1: <laughs> After it in one turn did 20 thunderstomp wounds in one round of combat.
0: Ouch. Yeah. Spicy. Uh, well, in my usual style, this is another one where... I didn't play the mission at all, uh, which came back to bite me quite significantly. Uh, so it's it's basic battle line. So I deployed there with the Phoenix Guard in the middle and the um, Sisters at the front, spearmen behind them, and the archers at the side. Uh, my plan was to um, shoot Elspeth turn one so that she was dead, um, and obviously I, would, I rolled the the thing where you half your your distances for shooting, so I couldn't do that. That was quite irritating. Um, so, not to worry. Um, the, the you can't see it there, but there's some. You can just see there's some knights in front of the sisters. So they charged the sisters. Um, they killed just enough of them with a stand and shoot to cause a panic test. Which they f- this is like this is what it must be like playing me because he failed the panic test uh, twice. They ran off back through the hell cannon, uh, sorry, the hell blaster boy gun and uh, his engineer. Um, so they, well, that's, that's quite lucky. Um, the shadow warriors moved up. They got shot a bit, but they were all right. They managed to charge into the cannon. So they were heroes there for, there they are slicing the, the cannon crew up. So they actually got their points back. before hey. They got brutally killed. Uh, where are we? Uh, And then, for some reason, I just sort of stayed there, (laughs) where the object of the game is to get across. Um, Because, you know, you're saying about big things, big monsters, like, you you're focusing on them. So, Elspeth was sort of dancing around them at the side, and like, oh, he's going to cast Purple Sun, but that's not really a problem, but... uh, They've got that Dragon's Breath thing where it's D3 Automatic Wounds in a straight line. So, was, I, but I don't know why I was worried about that, because there's only so many. They've got a ward save, the Phoenix Guard, there's only so many of them that can that can take damage from that, and it's only a one-off use. So what I should have done is just gone straight for the Halberdiers with the Phoenix Guard. And then I was concerned about the terrain in the middle. Uh, and when I was looking back, I'm like, why didn't you just run straight at the Halberdiers with the Phoenix Guard? Everything would have been fine. But in the end, I sort of ended up defensively around here. The archers, I think they failed a terror check from being charged by the dragon or something. No, I think either that or the when the repeater bolt thrower died, they panicked and ran through everything and rallied on the other side. And then at the end, uh, they were charged by uh, the Carmine Dragon, which I've got here, I think. Yeah, and then they killed Elspeth <laughs> in combat.
1: Archers, honestly, the the, the real combat machines of Warhammer. They've,
0: they've got they've racked up quite a series of kills these these archers. Um, yeah, um, so I didn't lose much. Oh, the the big bit was where the Shadow Mage pit of shades the landship before it nice. got anywhere near. Like, well, that's that went quite well. The so shadow was starting to pay off for us a bit. Um but Elspeth didn't die till turn five, so I couldn't get magic superiority until right at the end where it didn't really matter. Um so I think if I'd played the mission, he had about four units or three or four units in my deployment zone by the end, because he had his um fast cavalry. Uh he split his character out of the uh he split his beast mage out of the uh The Sorry, the Albadia unit. Um, So by the end, he racked up a load of points on the mission objectives, even though I hadn't really lost anything. Uh, So by the time... So once again, not playing the mission massively cost you then, yeah. I realised in turn five, like, there's a mission here I should be playing. (laughs) Because I thought, oh, I'm quite... I was quite ahead on points, but then they just all ratcheted back down because he had loads of mission points. So it ended up as a 10-10 draw. Uh, which is all my fault not playing the mission <laughs> The same thing that happened in the original narrative I went to I really play the mission play the fucking play mission, mission on me hand I'll come up to you at the start of an event next
1: time <laughs> and just sort of like screenplay the mission in your face
0: yeah so that was um it was a good game he was a really um nice guy to play uh, and the landship and um carmine dragon that were brilliant. And he yeah, sculpted, cool. he sculpted the, he put the effort in and actually sculpted the, um, built the pirates and the, uh, he had everything. He had the full lot. Yeah. He had, he had the Queen's was, Best Cannon. He had, this he had the Hulkston. Yeah, everything. The rotting Leviathan cool. thing. So he, he'd gone all out for it. He uh, really embraced the whole idea behind the narrative, hadn't he? He clearly hadn't just read the comp on the way up. Um, like, Amateur. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you do it. Um, but yeah, uh, fully deserved because he played the game, he played the mission, and I didn't. Um, so even though I was ahead on what I'd killed, because uh, I, I think all I lost was a couple of bolt throwers, the archers ended up dying. They got ran down by a crazy, um, frenzied carmine dragon after it Monster reacted. Uh, a couple of shadow warriors it wasn't much most of the army was intact um but he equalized the score by playing the mission in the mission which is a lesson to you all Damn him. <laughs> so that was a 10 10 which yeah was i couldn't complain about it because it's entirely my fault like realizing in turn five hang on you're supposed to get to the other side <laughs> And I, I thought, yeah. I'll, I'll try to catapult the, the Phoenix guard. I thought I'll, I charged into, I forget what it was. It might have been pistol or something low points-wise. I'll charge, oh, it was, his archer, it was his archer detachment. And I thought, I'll see if I can overrun and see how far I can get with them. See if it, it might, you know, if you roll spike high dice, you might get to the middle ground. They managed yeah. to get out of their deployment zone, so they got 50 <laughs> points. Um, the, the, the hero eagle, which was shot... Loads by the pistols and stuff with one wound left. He charged the rear of the um and killed it. it, ran it down, and then into the back of the halberdiers, which pinned them for a bit. So, if I'd done that earlier or got the Phoenix guard forward, I maybe could have dealt with them, but it just didn't play the mission. That's the lesson. Play the mission, <laughs> but anyway, ten ten 10 was a fun game nice to play yeah. against the landship. nice to play against oh yeah you know, as you don't see very often and the carmine dragons stunning so yeah it's a beaut, isn't it yeah so there that was that one
1: then and, which uh, and, oh, I've added just for the skulls were quite literally just in bits of scenery around the table yeah I in place say, like, all event and you could pick them up across.
0: They were just the um, tiny we... Citadel skulls. Um, really think... hard to yeah. see they were. <laughs>
1: Finding them actually was challenging, both for your units and for yourself.
0: Uh, I think I got. I think I only got one, because again, I, got, I... I wasn't playing the mission. I think I got two in-game. Uh,
1: I can't remember. I don't know how many I came out with at the end of the event, but I can't remember how them went, games one and two. I think I got... Three, no, we got th- uh, uh, yeah, three uh, I got in game one.
0: He did manage to, he got two or three, and he did manage to summon some um pirate gunners. Ah, which, I'm glad
1: he
0: got to use them, yeah, because they went straight in front of the Phoenix Guard and died. But it doesn't matter because they're not worth any points, so they just yeah. held the Phoenix Go Guard. There, That's yeah. all that matters. So that was that was in the spirit of it.
1: So then game two was sort of corner to corner deployment. Um, but still 24 inches apart on a diagonal. Um, and then again, the mission of this one was that you were looking for artifacts around the table. So the table was then split into six sections, and yeah. for every
0: two foot sections, wasn't
1: it? Yeah. yeah, for every section you controlled, you gained 100 victory points at the end of the game. Um, and to control it, you just have to have a unit in, but a core unit would trump a rare or a special, for example. So if you both had a core unit in, nobody got it. If one of you had a special or a rare in and the other person had a core unit in, the core unit could claim it. It wasn't contested, it was only contested by core units.
0: Yeah, this is because uh, this is an interesting one. Of, do you go. And concentrate your stuff to try to beat the other army, or do you spread your stuff out to try and claim the victory points? Yeah, yeah, it was a different one. This one,
1: I liked it though. Yeah, I liked liked thought it. again, once again, I liked the thought behind it, and it didn't, it wasn't too intrusive to just the game itself. If that makes sense, it was just a nice add-on yeah. to
0: the game because you could choose to ignore it if you thought there's going to be more points in destroying big expensive units. Yeah. Yeah, Or you could scatter, like avoidance, and just try and keep hold of as many sections as you could. So my opponent for Game 2 was um,
1: Liam, who you played in Game 3. Yeah. And we've already spoiled this one as far as awards go, but Liam won the Mankiest List Award. And for the benefit of everyone, I'll read through his list. You'll see um, why. Yes, you will see why. So it had um, Marathi. It then had a Death Hag BSB on a cauldron. Um, it won't be surprised to find that she was in a block of twenty-seven witches um, with the Razor Standard. You uh, then had a Master and a Dark Peg with a, a one-up save Standard. Um, two units, sorry, a unit of five Dark Riders, a unit of twenty Dread Spears. Uh, to round out the core, along with the witch elves, um, a cold one chariot and a repeater bolt thrower and then a, of his own rare five warlocks, which you know no no filthy dark elf player ever leaves <laughs> without. Then this is where things get really spicy. <laughs> um, he also then had mercenaries, um, and by mercenaries I mean he had a witch hunter and then a steam tank. <laughs> yeah. And then from the monstrous, the like the schools of Bindon He also had a Kadai destroyer. So it was a filthy dark elf list with Marathi, a witch elf, and a witch elf horde, and <laughs> and Doomfire warlocks, plus a steam tank, plus a Kadai destroyer. Yeah. It yeah. was rightfully <laughs> the most disgusting list at the event. It was hideous.
0: You know, I said the ripple effect of your earlier reign of destruction. Yeah.
1: To be fair, I played Liam at the first event. He did when I had that. Me, yeah. When I had my really dirty Chaos Dwarf list. And he did, Jay Praden point him at the Kidai and saying, This is only here because of you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't have a lot to say about it. He was it was fair. But I mean, <laughs> it was an absolutely disgusting list. <laughs> yeah. That's... A steam tank, a Kedai, a witch elf horde, Borlox, and Marathi. Come on, people. Come on. <laughs>
0: You know, Jesus Christ. Yeah, a toughness problem that elves have. Well, he's a toughness six unbreakable monster. And he is a toughness six unbreakable steam tank. Oh my god, it was hideous. Absolutely hideous. Um
1: but anyway, this was a very like a very staccato game. Um didn't really get a lot done on either side, to be honest. Um he was very dubious about um the Titan. Um and he could avoid a lot of stuff. I didn't really have a lot of range to particularly threaten. Um so to be honest, we didn't we didn't make it past turn four, which is a real shame. Um and end up as a ten ten. Um I, I had two bits of the board versus his one. Um there was like a hundred odd victory points in it. It was I don't want to say it was a non-event because so I don't mean that in a bad like uh, as if I'm having a go because I'm not. But it was you know you, you, know, you didn't, hadn't seen a lot of the things I was bringing before. had A lot of queries. We it was very stop-starty. Um, but it was, it was still fun. It was a lot. You know, it was just very draw Unfortunately, drawn out. We didn't get the full game in. Did much um, die so
0: yeah, or it just? Uh, I lost.
1: I killed the Kadai. Which always feels good as a kill player. <laughs> um, and I think the Dark Riders are the Warlocks. And I think I lost a unit. Uh, not a lot happened, to, to be very brutally honest. Um, I took seven hundred and eighty-five VPs, and he took six hundred and forty. It was That's a
0: really close,
1: a really close, really low-scoring. But this game prevented us from. Beating Andy's uh, scoring points.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so more, from our more, team. more on that later.
1: But uh, no, it was it was, it was a close game. Didn't not a lot happened really to talk about. Um,
0: I took it walked away with a ten ten. Uh, Sometimes happens, doesn't it? If, uh... it does, yeah, it does. Like these things do happen. Uh, well, my game two was against the lizard men which was uh, Uh, Rebecca's. yeah. So she had um, Slime Mage Priest, who one in Deliberations, Gorok, everybody likes him. Love him. Uh, Soros Cowboy, um, Skink Chief on a Pterodon, and then a block of 30 Soros Warriors, a Skink cohort, I like them, you don't see them very often, Uh, 10 Skink Skirmishes, Chameleon Skinks, a Steg, uh, Unit Temple Guard and an ancient stag, Razor Dons. You know, I've never seen before. You never seen them. See them, and one Salamander. Um, I think Rebecca said she'd only played twice before.
1: Um, ah, cool. I used just getting into it, which is really good to see. Yeah, it's always I, nice to see new new people taking up the game.
0: So similar. We we only got four turns in. Um, but that's. That that's fine because it's like if you've never if you've only played two games before, you, you, it's gonna take longer, which is fine. So we have to go because yeah, look, we like, we
1: play a dead game so that <laughs> when you do come across people who are just getting into it, it's really lovely to actually be able to help them get into the like, into the scene a bit more, especially an event like this where it's it's narrative, it's all about the fun of the games. So really nice to yeah, right. to help someone it's along. Not, getting I'd, in, I'd rather
0: into it. yeah, I'd rather than because it's now. It's not very encouraging if you're getting no one's helping you and you're not sure what things do and stuff like that. And I, I don't mind because something happens in the game where like, well, that, that's how it's set up anyway. So I just lined up. It was the sort of meeting engagement deployment. Yeah. So I lined up. Um, uh, Phoenix Guard, there's nothing really unique or clever about that. She had the, um, Saurus in the front, flanked by the two stegs, and then the temple guard and the Slan at the back. The Razor dawns went off on one side, the skinks were on the other side, and the salamander was with them. Uh, she openly said, Look, I'm, I'm playing fully narrative. My objective is to get as many, my personal objective is to get as many scores as possible, and that's what I'm playing for. Uh, that's great. That's what it's, you know, that's the, the narrative. Yeah, so, great. So she went up uh with a skink dudes, Vanguarded, got claimed some skulls, claimed some skulls. Um I think she got there's five on the table. I think she got three of them. Um bit the cajon movement, moved up a tiny bit. Raised on went round the side to try and shoot the one of the eagles. Um and then my spearman moved up and got charged by.
1: <laughs> the Razor dogs game.
0: and the <laughs> Steg. Now you noticed Ockham's Mind Razor is here. So she declared this charge. Um, so I said, I'm absolutely sure you want to do this because they're now strength nine. Um, and if they don't fluff, they'll probably blend everything here. But she said, and which is probably right, Um they're going to get charged next turn anyway, and i am probably just as likely to cast Mind Raiser. So you'll get your impact attacks, you'll get your plus one for charging, you'll get your flank, um, and if you survive, you are probably, this is the best time you're going to get for com- for combat res. It's just fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I, was made, I did like, I made sure to point out <laughs> what the spell does and what it would mean, because yeah, yeah. it's, it's not fair to uh, oh, but afterwards you've done it now. So yeah, did you know there was a strength nine? <laughs> strength nine. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, you did the right thing. Yeah, so I d- didn't want to do any like daft, you know, un- not unsportsmanlike unsports, yeah. conduct. I don- didn't want to do anything like that with someone who's new you to did. the game. You did,
1: you did yourself proud by <laughs> playing the game the right way, Mark. <laughs> even as, even as a high elf, even as
0: a high elf, correct. So, um, I think th- th- they lost a few, but. As expected, the the spearmen with Mind rays and are just phenomenal. Um they killed the uh Steg and the Salamanders fled and sorry, the Brazodons fled, uh, and they chased after them and ran them down. Um so that's what you know you were saying table quarters, do you go for the table quarters or do you go for um killing points? So the the spearmen were like just on the border after the overrun of um two table court two table sections mm-hmm. so i didn't know whether to leave them where they were and claim that or bring them round and try and get some points off the um unit i've sort of worked out a bit that the if i could destroy the unit it's probably worth more than holding the table section yeah so they came round. um the finish guard charged and the speaman charged into the f- first unit of um Saurus. Uh they had the withering on them. <laughs> Again, Shadow Magic was really came into it in this, So they're toughness two at this point. Um and the Phoenix Guard just went straight through them. Uh then in the next turn, this I think this is turn three or four, they got charged by the temple guard. Um I don't know if I've got a picture of that actually. Possibly not uh no that's yeah that's the last one of it uh so anyway so they got charged by the temple guard uh we ran out of time uh the lost combat but um the venus guard got charged by the temple guard the cowboy and the remaining steg they won the combat um but one of them didn't break and we were over time then so like, if that doesn't break they can't run anything else down so they won't move so there's nothing more that can be done so the game ended at that point so that yeah. was a 15-5. Because um, I did play the game, the, the mission at this point. So the, hey. e- the Eagle, the archers claimed the one table section. The, um, the Sisters of Avalon shot everything on the other side and they claimed that section. Then I used the Eagle to claim another section. So I think I had four sections in total. Um, and if it had gone on to turn five, um I would have got the general and that unit, but we didn't have time, so it was 15-5 at the end. But um play the mission. That's that's the that's what I learned from this one. Nice, nice. At last. Yeah. And cast wither, they cast the and it's good. Ah oh, shallow magic's amazing.
1: So then that is something that the third game? Yep. So this one was the Lengthways deployment. Um, 24 inches, each deployment zone 24 inches apart. Um, This one, uh, you had to allocate all the Ebony Skulls that you'd collected during the first two games. You had to allocate the units and or your general during this game and then every time one of those and then every time you picked a skull up in the game. You had to also allocate it to a unit until every unit was carrying one. Then you could start giving multiples. And when you killed a unit, you took one of the ebony one of the skulls off them and added it to your collection. Um, and then the big difference here was that fleeing troops could not flee off the board, and overrunning troops could not overrun off the board. the The board was essentially that
0: you couldn't leave it for any reason at all. They to rallied didn't they? The next time they were able to rally, they automatically rallied. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Which is helpful for me, because I'm very great at taking leadership tests.
1: Um, yeah, otherwise, there's no additional victory points for anything. The collection of all the skills at this stage were very much in line for that uh, they carry over into the next event.
0: So victory points were just standard victory points. Yeah, there was no um there's no bonuses. It was no bonuses. It was more about claiming skulls for the next one. Yeah, yeah. While well, stealing. skulls. And it
1: was, a, it was, and it was a, it, so because it was the length that the, the length it deployment was well, quite interesting.
0: Yeah.
1: Um stuff ended up all over the place. So I was playing um, I was playing Graham Uh, Another Dark Elf player, Um, very different feel this one, Uh, Dreadlord on a cold one with lots of stuff, Uh, standard Tasman Preservation, Ogre Blade, 1-up, 4-up. A level 4 Sorceress on dark, a BS on a cold one, Uh, Master, BSB on a cold one, Um, another Master on a dark peg, a level 2 on dark, on foot, 6 Dark Riders, 6 Dark Riders, 10 Dark Shards, Twenty dread spears, cold one chariot, hydra, seven cold one knights, which is therefore where all these characters were bunkered in. Five harpies, a bold throat, and five doomfire warlocks.
0: You don't see many uh, cold one busses there. You? No,
1: you, you know you really don't. And to, to, to be fair, if what happened in this game is anything judged by, I know why. <laughs> so this is a really good game. I, I'll like come with I, I ended up coming away with a 17-3 win. And until about turn three, I think it was, it was, it was about mid-game, mid, mid game, it was very, very close we were our right flank. I mean the left flank, I was sort of quite happily doing Kemric Titan things on that left flank. Uh, in the back side, doing very well. Me snakes are once again letting us down and getting absolutely hammered in combat off a unit of five warlocks, which is just all sorts of upsetting, to be honest. Two attacks each with poison, and you just I think you did eight wounds on me snakes in one round of combat. I <laughs> said, ah. Well that was not what I was expecting. Anyway, the dice were literally all over the place in the game. It was a genuinely good fun game. Um like a really good fun game. We like our dice went from the sublime to the ridiculous and back again. Um but yeah, in his Movement phase when it was being on the right hand flank, where it was being very sort of stop start and a little bit of standoffish. He proceeded to fail his stupidity test on his cold one bus on LD10 and, and fail it again with the BSB reroll. Yep, that's the elven um, way, and that was the start of the end for the dark <laughs> elves. Be because at the next turn, I could charge him rather than getting charged. Um and even though only one of my units made it in, it was my chariots, and would you believe they made it into the flank? Um and although I did I did a few wounds on impact hits, um, I ended up pinning them in combat because he could only get like two people into it, and even though it was his lord, like he's only got four attacks. Five of whatever attacks he's got. Like, he was only doing a couple of wounds a turn. So because I had a flank and a banner, like I was essentially just staying there. Um until eventually I got a me, I think me skeleton bus got in there as well. And I ground him away on rank bonus and broke him and ran him down. Um, I think at the end of the game he had... he's was one warlock left holding their points. Disgusting animals. He's level two sorceress. And I think some dark, dark knights. And I'd lost a unit of archers. Me snakes. Um, and I think that was it. But it was a it was a good game. It uh, really, really pivoted in a big way when he failed those back to back stupidity tests. That's painful. Eh? Um, it was massive. It was a big. It was a big swing in the game, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it was a really fun game. Like our dice were just all over the place. We both had a good. It was the last game as well, so yeah, it was nice to finish on a bit of a on a high as far as a good positive game when we both like, made a few silly mistakes after you know, game three, like sometimes it happens. Um, but no, it was it a was good good fun, and it meant by the end of the event, I finished the event on 11 skulls to take into the next narrative. Mm. And it means three events in, um, I'm unbeaten in Scotland. <laughs>
0: Well, so, there's a honour of take that, take that Scotland <laughs> even after introducing them to uh, filth he's still unbeaten
1: filth master general
0: he didn't win never that.
1: taken a non-positive list though
0: well only by two points isn't it two comp points well one on this one. Well, yeah skirting never so close to that minus zone yeah
1: uh, so, yeah, that was my last game. It was good fun. It was nice way to end the tournament.
0: Well, my last game was against the aforementioned list of death. Uh, oh, that was disgusting. Williams yeah. Dark
1: Elves. Yeah. So, you'll see. them Dark Elves in the loosest possible term. <laughs> you should be ashamed
0: of yourself. <laughs> ashamed. So, yes. Um, weather Table rolled off again. Got the short range thing again. Yeah. Um, one well, that really screwed you over, it? it, didn't it really it? did, because I rolled the one way, I can move my unit eight inches forward, so I thought, brilliant, I'll move the sisters forward, which I did there, because they can now shoot at the um, warlocks at the top there, or the chariot, or whatever. Uh, but then, of course, half-range happened, so screw that idea. Uh, ideally, I would have liked to be on the opposite side, because there's a great big hill here, obscuring lines of sight and stuff, so my deployment was crap, really. Because the the general... I didn't want the Phoenix Guard up... I wanted them... Because that's where all the points are. So I wanted them as far back as possible. Because I didn't fancy... Until I can w- shoot them... Witches down a bit. Or think of something to deal with the... Steam tank in Kadai. Of, of course. Um, I just wanted them away... Until I could think of something to do with them. But because there's a big hill in the middle... That's now breaking all the lines of sight. So that wasn't ideal. Um... But anyway he gets first turn i think yeah he does so he charges that chariot into the um sisters uh, and it survives on one wound and that combat just lasts forever it lasts for about four or five turns uh, they can't hit um and they can't wound but because they're still steadfast they don't break so that that chariot is doing about two or three kills a turn but they're still steadfast, so they're not going anywhere. So I can't put the, the spearman in to help because the, there's no way for them to go. So that was annoying. Um, so anyway, everything comes forward. Uh, the warlocks sort of get in the middle by the, the bolt thrower. They destroy that with um, doom bolt. Shotgun. As you do. Uh, so I think the, the steam tank and the gadae come up um, on my left side. So I just think, well, let's see if Shadow Magic can help you here. So I run the archers into the steam tank and get Mind Razor off on them. They bring it down to one wound. um, Destroy it in his turn, I think, and turn around. Um, So the eagle's there. He's blocking the Kadai. So this is just a a massive delaying action. I cast um, Miasma. And get a three for movement on the witch star twice, I think. So that's slowed down. So I'm basically just like to try to kill, get some snipe some points off the side and delay that for as long as possible. Um, so I kill the steam tank, uh, hold them up. The kidai kills the eagle, he'll be stunned here. Shocked. Uh the kidai, Right, so Marathi keeps going to either side of the phoenix guard and casts black horror um and phenomenally uh i think in two mass big casts i think i lose 10 phoenix guards because of the the Assyrian is just looking out over them at this point um over. so I, the amount of four ups i made on there is phenomenal because i think these play it well the card says you take a ward save against it indeed uh, so playing with rules as written, um, so they managed to survive that. The, you can't see it, but the um, the witch star is about just behind the Kidai.
1: I assume the, uh, the spearmen didn't do as well with the Kedai as they did with the steam tank.
0: Uh, uh, no, the the the, in that unit. The spearmen ended up fighting the their equivalents, and oh. you know when you. Th- like, I cast. They somehow lost the combat, even though there's the fighting in more ranks. The hatred had worn off, and they had the dark elves had withering on them. But they didn't do any wounds, and the dark elves made all of their saves. And so they ended up losing. <laughs> like, what's going on here? That's not right. All the advantages are in in my favor here. But anyway, that's just the way that it's a dice game. Indeed. So the the before this happens, um, the this bit here. The witches are right where they could, next behind the Kadai. And they're probably going to get a charge off on the um, Phoenix Guard the next turn. So I just sacrificed the BSB, angle them. So this is turn five. So they'd hit them in turn five, overrun after that, and could only turn around in turn six. So they wouldn't actually get to fight anything. Nice. So that, that saved them. Got Mind Razor off on a miscast um, at this point. Uh, he lost D3 with levels, but I'm not bothered at this point. Uh, so the Phoenix Guard kill, lick, die. Um, I lose the Bolt Thrower. Uh, I lose the Spearman and the... Oh, there you go. So yeah, so they're being dragged that way by this heroic sacrifice of the BSB. A team player. Yeah, well, you know, for the greater good. Indeed. <laughs> um. He kills the spearman uh kills the rest of the sisters eventually manage to get a wound off from the chariot and kill it, but there's only two of them left at that point, so they get killed by the peg master the yeah. pegasus master uh, and that 's about it at the end, so when it 's all totaled up, uh I lost thirteen seven but i was i wasn't unhappy with that because.
1: And for once, you have the moral high ground.
0: Well, yeah. (laughs) What you do, right? At at one point, he he over he big casted doom bolt with the uh, warlocks. Did three wounds to himself and passed all four ward saves. So so you miscast, got four d six, strength five hits off, and nothing bad has happened at all. And he can still cast. So standard, standard but uh, i'm not i'm not really complaining it's a dice game yeah, i got it's... i got some clutch um casts off with mind raiser with a miscast just exactly when i needed it to be able to kill the kidai. so i can't really complain about that i sacrificed the archers into the side of the um witches at one point again just to slow them down and and because then they had to overrun i hit them in the side so that they to overrun towards the long side of the the board away from the Phoenix Guard and the rest of the stuff. So that saved me a turn for them to turn around and come back. Um, so it was almost like a delaying game and see what points I could chip off. I try to shoot Marathi. She's down to a wound there, I think, or two wounds. Um, but the, the bolt thought, it's Yeah, just I got a down what
1: one wound when I played it as well.
0: Yeah, it's just taking that last one, it's just it's just actually quite hard well, to... Without the weight of fire from the archers who were dead, it's hard to do. Um but yeah, thirteen seven at the end. Uh ha- quite happy with that. It's, uh, I-, I thought I'd just be like oh like curb stomped by a Kadai, steam tank and a witch star backed up by some uh Doomfire Warlocks and Marathi blast and everything. So uh draw win loss, Perfectly perfect uh-huh. average um <laughs> Standard performance, standard in that standard regard. Problems, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was the, the last game. So I, I came tenth, I think. Uh, there's three of us had 44 points at the end. I think it was 44. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Three of you. Yeah, but um, I had the lowest kill points or so, uh, victory points, so it was tenth overall. However, I did win the best painted army. You did.
1: And uh, to be fair, like, it was well-deserved. I, for what it's worth, I did vote for your army. Uh, oh, was thank you. A couple you. of armies. You, know, you, know, you can tell us a lot of people, the, the the scene is growing up there. Um, there was a lot less painted than you may see elsewhere. Um, there was a couple of nice armies, yours, um, Mark's, High elves yeah, as well Mark's are really are nice. Really nice. Uh, in fact, to be honest, I voted for Mark, I think, last time. Um, or the first time either way. Uh, his is a lovely high elf army as well. Um, but I was well-deserved. Your arm army's really nice, uh, genuinely. Uh, it is the it's, it.
0: it's got pride of place, that uh, whiskey glass on a shelf now. So Good. Uh, and he won the event overall plus he he's, he's, he's plus 10, 10. Yeah. what I
1: would say is on a on a one day event the comp score is much is a yeah. much bigger deal um, well I came I came third and he he beat me by nine points which, which is, is exactly the difference <laughs> in our comp score <laughs> son of a bitch yeah um oh, wow. we unfinished game two which is what I'm I'm telling it is. But uh, no, it was... Andy won, uh, Andy got the most kill, most victory points as well. You got high, uh, his,
0: Highlander as well.
1: Yeah, he's his, his, uh, Beastman, the, the, the new stealth filth. Bungren, <laughs>
0: honestly, Gren are giants, man. They're just outrageous. You can still shoot them with archers, though. That's the, the per, uh, got, plus for them. i got 10 moons, though. Yeah, I've got
1: 30 archers. But uh, no, it was a cracking event. Like Andy uh, won it... Um, with his beastman, which was cool, uh, good fun event. Like, didn't have a like, there's nobody up there that you play against who's who's a it who, who gives you a bad game.
0: No, uh, I really enjoyed it, and uh, if I can get the time off, I'll go to the next one.
1: Yep, I'm fully intend to go to the next one. Um, always, always a good fun. It's it's a it's a long it's a long trip for a, a one day, um, but it's a beautiful drive up there once you get sort of north of Edinburgh.
0: Yeah, it's uh, um, it's well worth. It's, yeah, it's, it well, is. If,
1: if you can sort of, if anyone can um, make the time to go, I, I would recommend it. I mean, we made the most of that day, that travel day. Went to Fort George, saw some dolphins, um, and then had a whiskey or a beer later on in the evening. Yeah, it
0: good. Uh, yeah, in Venice itself. Yeah. Um, We've got, like, we said the stuff I really liked about it was the, the theme, the the fact that he'd gone to such uh, extent to do the terrain and the terrain rules and the the weather charts and stuff like that. So I really like that. Um, the stuff you would change, I mean, uh, the the mercenary thing, I think these... yeah. Uh, well, to be honest, I think,
1: he, I think he has looked at that for the next event. Now I think you can still take them. Uh, you can't hit them though. I think they now come out with your special allowance and you need to take a character and then a core unit before you can take a rare unit. That sounds more which is sort it looks like more like a force rather than you take a witch hunt not just so you can get in a steam tank yeah, for example um which I think I a good change um and the sort of always willing to take feedback um and uh, evolve the comp. At, I think the whole idea of the skulls was really cool and summoning zombies was very cool. I wish you could do more with them if you didn't have yeah. the models to uh, I, summon zombies. I, I um, was thinking
0: about maybe the more skulls you get, you could get like... like If you, if you get five skulls, you can give a unit Frenzy or Magic Resistance. Or...
1: Yeah, I, think, I don't think, to be fair though, I know he is using that. like They are doing something more with them. For the next event is me understanding. but um, how many how schools you did you
0: finish, finished, finish on? I finished on four. I finished on eleven. <laughs> you got slightly more than me then. So they
1: have something cool next time because <laughs> I've been
0: stockpiling those bad boys. You can you can um irresistibly cast any um top level spell sacrifice sacrificing eleven spell uh seven skulls. Constantly I'll cast purple sun. School skull. But skull. It's a skull yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's how you balance it because you want to reward people who are putting in the effort oh, to yeah, 100%. model it yeah. And, rather than just saying, oh, yeah, you, you can convert your skulls into, you know, you give them a unit stubborn or it causes fear. Uh, no, know, no, I think uh, it's, it's, a,
1: it. it's a tough balance with it. Um, and it was nice that the word used to just encourage, genuinely just to encourage people to like convert some models and get into the theme of it. But that's that's
0: now really... That the,
1: nah, that's the aim, aim of it. It was very good. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed it. Um, and the next event, um, if anyone is interested, is, in, is on the 21st of October
0: yeah. this year. Still in Lustria. Still in Lustria. We're so moving he,
1: on from the Ebony Skulls. We're now onto the Pillars of Sotek.
0: So he doesn't have to redo a load of terrain. Yeah, I mean, he, he built a lot of trees, didn't he? <laughs> so it should be deserts next, so he can't use them all.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'm with I'm with you. It was a, it was a good, fun event. Like I say, I've, I've never had a bad event up there. It is very much is a fun, like narrative feel to it, um, and I'll be trying to go back
0: again. Well, I won something, so I'm very happy. I'll never shut up about for forever now.
1: Can you take a different army to the next one and see if you can win.
0: Uh, Best painted with your demons? Uh, hmm, We'll see. We've got till October, <laughs> haven't we? So...
1: can you take paint special key and the two, the two soul
0: grinders? Yeah, could theoretically do that. We'll I'm see. I'm not promising anything. Worst comes to worst, I can definitely get this dragon death mage <laughs> painted. It's like you die in the background there.
1: Well, oh, It's well-timed then. <laughs> the the dog the dogs demand an attention.
0: Right, you know then. Um, well, we're off to Triple Crown this weekend, so we will... about weekends of gaming. Yeah, of course. Ill. <laughs> dedication. We will try to. We can't do a preview of that because we've run out of time. Um, but we'll try to do a re- review. See how we do with that. No guesses as to what I'm taking. But uh, see how your team kings do. Oh yeah, indeed. The the year of the Tomb King continues. (laughs) Dog's happy with it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks very much. Um, Again, uh, we'll see what happens at Triple Crown. Essex, here we
1: come.